Hey guys, so this is my first episode, and obviously everything going on is still very much an experimental process, so the audio isn't the best, and I'm still really figuring things out, so bear with me, but if you're here, thank you so much, and let's get right into the episode! Welcome to Mini Mic Life Crisis, the podcast where I use a mini microphone to voice my thoughts. My name is Jasmine, um, hopefully you know that. And I hope you enjoy this attempt to make something that hopefully you'll get something from. Hopefully this can be a nice learning experience for us all. Uh, I think I'm just going to hop right into the topic. What I came up with for today is putting yourself in a box. And by that, no, I do not mean physically putting yourself in a box. Although I did do that when I was younger. We had these like big boxes that my family would bring in would use them to send clothes or any sort of essentials to the Philippines and when they weren't in use I would sit in them and I would close the little top parts of it I would sneak my iPad in there and I would watch and I really did enjoy it it felt sort of like like a den a little fort for myself and as I got older and I couldn't fit in the box I would make the same thing with pillows and chairs And I still do it sometimes, like, forts, there's just something so comfortable about them. And, anyways, that's beside the point. What I wanted to talk about today was limitations, and specifically personal limitations, what we do to ourselves that we don't even realize. Um, Basically, like, personality tests, or like, modifying your traits so that you can conform or like why do we set limitations on ourselves to like we're making these standards that force ourselves to not grow and I think it really sucks but it's also very inevitable that we do this type of things because we're protecting ourselves. It's natural, you know, it's like fear. Fear is seen as a bad thing, but fear is part of our natural instinct. Fear is what protected us when we were um, still cave people and, you know, we were still hunting for our things. If we didn't have fear, we would have died. We wouldn't have been here. And, you know, setting limitations on yourself, it's not necessarily a bad thing because If you look at it from the positive perspective, it's like setting steps for yourself. But when you're setting these steps, it's sort of like setting a step but not knowing where the next step is. It's like going up the stairs if your eyes closed. And, but like imagine the steps were a million miles apart. And, like, I don't get why we have such the need to fit in when from such a young age we were told to embrace our differences or at least my generation was, to to embrace everyone, no matter what race, what gender, um, etc. But still, like it's in the back of our head that we need to be like the people around us. For example, personality tests. Um, when I was younger, I was a very introverted girl, especially in um, elementary school. And when I came into middle school, something just completely changed it was like a night and day difference um I went from like super super quiet girl who only hung out for few people and then 
all of a sudden I went into sixth grade and I was loud and I didn't know where it came from. I didn't force myself to do it. It just happened. But subconsciously, I probably made the decision that like, I would get drowned out in this big school if I didn't force myself to have this voice and to have this confidence. And I, I, I sometimes I really wish I knew what made the switch because I didn't do it purposely. And especially I think about this a lot. If I took a personality test every single year and I took it with no bias at all and I compared the results every single year, it would be different every year. And it's not so to say that I'm fake or I change myself to fit people. That's just, it's just maturity, you know? Um, it's like when you have a different tone with your friends, your parents, and your teachers. It, none of that means you're fake. It just means you know how to modify yourself to please people. And if you take that in the extreme, you know, you would be called a people pleaser. But I don't know why being a people pleaser is seen as such a bad thing. Knowing how to please people is such a big asset that you can have. It will, it will get you very far if you know how to cater yourself, to make yourself, um, it's like, it's, you know, the um, theory of evolution, right? Survival of the fittest. It's like, you're, you're slowly modifying yourself. You're adapting into your environment. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But back to personality tests. Currently, I am an ENFP in the 16 personalities test, um, E standing for extroverted, which I'm not really sure if I agree with. My personality is very both in introverted and extroverted. Um, it just depends on who I'm around and I tend to feed off other people's energy, especially, um, if it's good energy, then my mood will improve 10 times or even 100 times. And it, it's crazy because when I'm around bad people, it I feel like I'm an entirely different person. And I actually, I don't have any business to call anyone a bad person. If they just don't match my personality, I, I don't feel good about it, which is why I tend to be really close friends or instantly click with people who have similar personalities to me and it really sucks because I'm the kind of person who always promotes diversity I'm always trying to become friends or know people who are different than me because it makes me feel well-rounded but naturally I tend to gravitate towards people who are just like me um back to the 16 personalities thing N, I'm pretty sure stands for intuitive, which I would agree with. I took I took a lot of different um, tests for this type of personality test. I don't remember what it's called exactly, but I took a lot of different tests from a lot of different sites trying to figure out who I was. When really, I, I don't know why I was so worried about a website telling me what box I fit in, because... I was just limiting myself, really I was. It was introverted and extroverted. Why do I have to be one or the other? Why can't I be both, you know? A lot of things in life are fluid. It's not ever gonna be the same ever. And that's, you know, it's really scary that we think about things like that. 
that one day you're not going to be sitting down, maybe doing your homework, listening to me ramble and <laughs> breathe really obnoxiously every second. One day you're going to be at a job. Maybe one day you're going to be in a different city. And maybe one day you're going to have a family. And it's crazy to think that change happens so fast and there's nothing you can do to avoid it at all. If you're going with the change, well, I mean, it's scary because you're going into the unknown. But if you're actively avoiding the change, you're just creating more change for yourself. Really, like if you're scared of change and you're avoiding it, you're you're just creating more problems for yourself because life won't life won't wait for you. You have to keep moving with life constantly. It's like even if it's at the slightest little movement every single day, it's like the clouds. Right now I'm looking out my window and the clouds, they look like they're stagnant, they look still. But if I took a time lapse and I recorded and I watched it back, it would be the clouds would have moved so far, but the clouds are constantly moving. They're not stopping. And I think we need to apply that to ourselves, that there's no stopping in life at all, especially if you have a goal. Like, say, let's take push-ups, for example say what you're trying to improve is your arm strength and um say you're really weak and your arms are really like noodles so you do 20 push-ups a day it might take you a long time but you do 20 push-ups a day now your results compared to a person who got up once was really motivated maybe did a hundred and never did it again you would progressively get stronger than them and you would eventually surpass them. And I'm making this sound a lot easier than it is because it's really hard for me or for anyone to wake up every single day and to have motivation. It's just, it's one of those things where you really can't control it. You can force yourself to have it, but it's not going to feel natural at all. And it sucks because I would love to wake up every day and feel motivated to exercise or to feel motivated to work out <laughs> those are the same words to feel motivated to do my schoolwork to feel motivated to do personal projects i really wish every day i could wake up and want to do those things but i don't and it's natural and you can't blame yourself for not waking up every day with the enthusiasm of a five-year-old because it's not going to happen that way, especially if you're forcing it. And forcing things, we got to stop doing it. We got to stop putting ourselves in a box. We got to stop forcing change. We got to stop forcing no change. All of those things you can't force. Life is natural and you can never take control of everything. You know, it's really scary to have all of these factors constantly moving around you. Like, your friends, they have families too. Your, your classmates, they all have different sets of friends. And all of these people, they're all living in their own different worlds. Maybe they think they're, this is going to sound really cringy, maybe they think they're the main character of their own world. Maybe they don't think they're worth being the main character in their own world. And... 
wow, this is probably the most cliche thing I'm going to say in this episode, but you have to take charge. Not take charge in a way that you're forcing everything, but you have to take charge with your emotions and regulate them, or else you're going to live a miserable life. You know, obviously you should let your, your feelings be there. You should let them naturally pass. Forcing them down, they're just going to come back much higher. It's like, you know, like antibiotics, right? They fight off all the bacteria, but then um, the job isn't fully done and the stronger ones come back. It's like that, you know? And with your emotions, bottling them up is one of the worst things you can do. I'm very much a hypocrite with this because I really like showing myself, a version of myself to people that hopefully can uplift them. I don't want to do anything that can make them feel worse. I don't like putting my emotions on the table in a way that can make someone's day feel worse than it was when they woke up. But, you know, some lots of people, most people want to be compassionate. And it's okay to let go of these emotions. It's okay to cry. It's okay to lie on your floor if it feels good. It's okay to eat the whole box of crackers if it feels good. There's nothing wrong with it if it feels good to you. And with that said, I think I'm going to check how long I've been rambling for. I just, I don't really remember. I've been rambling for about 13 minutes. And honestly, I think that if you like talking things out, you should try making your own podcast. Um, Even if it's just your close friends listening, or even if you don't even publish it, you just have these voice messages for yourself to keep track of your thoughts. It's re- it really is therapeutic. It's like having a journal, but without having to do any of the written work. And it, it's, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing to talk out your feelings, especially with yourself. Because a lot of um, what's stopping people with talking it out with other people is that they think there's going to be judgment based towards them. But with yourself, the only judgment that comes out is within you. And if you give yourself the same open-mindedness that you would give to another person, another struggling person, you can improve exponentially. And I think that's just what I'm going to leave it at. I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, This is also one of the first takes, so I'm not really sure if the audio was good or not. Hopefully it was, because I really enjoyed what I said today. Maybe what I said didn't make any sense, but I really shouldn't second-guess myself. So, thank you for listening to Mini Mike Life Crisis with me, Jasmine, and I'll see you next time. Bye, love you!